Hi, Dad. Hey, how are you? Good. Thank you again for talking with me. Oh, it's my pleasure. So, Dad, today、uh, we're going to talk about something that I love a lot, and you know I love it beans. No.、Um, Marijuana. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, what, what do you think about marijuana? Uh, uh, well, to be honest with you, I, I'm not too, I haven't tried too much, uh, you know.、Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know too much about marijuana. But one thing for sure is that I don't believe on medicine from marijuana. Okay. I mean, come on,、mm-hmm. be for real. No, I do it for I mean, fun. I don't do it. It's fun. <laughs> they can be fun, they、mm-hmm. can be feel different. But there is no such a thing. I, I don't believe in the marijuana going to cure something、mm-hmm. or, or, or this or that. You know, I, I, yeah. I think it's just business. They do that just to make money, saying that it's good for this and good for that. Some people even say i n g that it's good for COVID 19. Come on, you know.、Mm-hmm. I mean, that's true. I mean, it's good for uh, uh, epileptics and.、Mm-hmm. Uh, For marijuana, can probably relax you or. Yeah, and so know, that helps in that sense. Uh-huh.、Mm-hmm. But it's not a cure or, you know, people say that and do, you know, do that just to. It's a business. Yeah, you know? but do you think that, like, for example, me, right? Do you, would, do you see me like a bad person that, or you're like, she's a drug addict or she does drugs because everything I smoke weed? is it's like. Like everything, even food. If you eat too much food, it's going to be bad for you.、Mm-hmm. Even if it's a good food. But if you eat too much, it's going to be bad for you. You, could,、uh, mm-hmm. you know? Marijuana, same thing. I believe it's like everything. Right. If you smoke it too much, it's going to be up to the point that's going to affect your. In, in a way, I、mm-hmm. don't know how, you know? Right, yeah. Probably the way you think or the, or the way you do things. But if you have to do. Things, you know, mother and, and, and just for fun or once a day, just to or like me after r e l a x or before go to sleep.、Mm-hmm. Some people help, you know. Yeah,、uh, that's me. To go to sleep or, or to watch a movie or something like that, you know.、Mm-hmm. But if you do it since the time that you wake up and, and do it every day or every hour or, you know. It's going to be up to the point that it's going to. We can bake. Yeah. <laughs> no, But no, I, I used to. But marijuana love... is not bad because it's natural. It's a plant.、Mm-hmm. It doesn't have any chemicals. So I think it's, it's not, it's not going to kill anybody, you know? Yeah. But it's, it's not going to be good like, if you do it too much.、Mm-hmm. But I、know? think, like, for example, like me, I don't drink. You know, I don't do anything else but weed. But see, this is where I come in and I say it's not a drug or it's not like something bad because I come to work every day. I'm responsible. Like, you know, like I even have good credit, which is, I'm going to brag about that, which, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and someone who smokes, like, in other words,、But、I feel like a lot of people need to stop seeing. Potheads as a lazy person that's like on the couch. And I mean, there are those people, but a lot of them are like me that just smoke it because it relaxes you. Before people think that, you know, like in my old town, you know, my mom, my dad, think that if somebody smoked marijuana, oh my God, that was it, you know. 
you are a drug addict mm -hmm. and this and that. But now, nah, I mean, if you really think, I mean... Yeah, because I'm not embarrassed to... I mean, uh, everybody knows that I smoke weed, but... but a friend of mine invited me to go fishing. Mm -hmm. Believe me, it was like three doctors. I mean, very good doctors. Two lawyers. Two guys that sell insurance. I mean, very... While we were driving to Utah, everybody was smoking weed. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's not... I mean, the very intelligent people, you know? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. Mean, it's nothing wrong. Yeah, okay, that's good to they, know. They took three days off, and they want to relax and enjoy, you know? Mm -hmm. it's, I, I don't see anything wrong with that. Okay, that's good. But yeah, I mean, it's like you said, yeah, if I smoke weed all day, every day, and that's all I do, oh, then you, yeah. we have a problem. But the, like you said, that's with anything else, like drinking, you mm -hmm. know, because drinking is legal or whatever, but it there's people that, have problems or have destroyed their lives with it you oh, know yeah. that was my whole thing is just to know that you don't see it like as in a bad way or like the, no. the, the especially here in las vegas that there's a lot of dispensaries and stuff like that mm -hmm. and it's big here illegal here you know that a lot of people even though it's kind of like like a normal thing now here still there's still people who you tell them that you smoke weed and they kind of look at you funny, which mm -hmm. maybe they shouldn't anymore, you know? Right. Especially, like you said, that there's doctors, lawyers, me, who uh, smokes it, you know? Yeah, I mean, because they do it, I mean, like... Responsible. Responsible, exactly. Mm -hmm. that, that's the right word, responsible. I'm very excited because today I have Madison Salabani of Pizza Stoned. Thank you so much, Maddie, for being here. Thank you so much. Stephanie. I can call you Maddie, right? Absolutely. Okay. No, please do. <laughs> so you actually own the environmentally cautious upstate New York style pizza food trailer. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. So when when did a pizza stone first start operating? So my official launch date was actually April 20th of last year. Oh, so nice. I'm coming up on one year on 420. So strategically planned. That's awesome. Yep. I like that. Yep. <laughs> I saw that you actually customized your whole food trailer for this. Yes. How was that? So I initially imported my uh, oven. You know, I had it imported from Italy and thought that I was going to be able to install it onto an existing, you know, 1988 or something food truck, you know, save myself a few dollars there um, and come to find out it's a 4,000 pound oven. Oh, my so, God. Um, brick and steel isn't just lightweight. So I ended up uh, having to completely custom build the trailer, which was, you know, initially kind of like, oh, no, what am I going to do? Where am I going to mm -hmm. get this money? You know, but um, now I have a completely, you know, sustainable custom vessel. Everything's exactly where I wanted. And the guys did a great job on it. So oh, nice. But I bet you had... Oh, so much. I had always. so much say. And the guys that built it, they were up in Fresno. So it wasn't around the corner, but I white knuckle drove it to Fresno yeah. <laughs> a few times to, you know, just make sure and check up on them. And uh, yeah, it was a great process. That's awesome. Okay. So let's, let's learn a little bit about you. Okay. So where are you from? Um, originally I'm from upstate New York, Rochester. 
Um, so I was born and raised in, they consider it the Western New York region, which is nothing like New York City, like mm -hmm. people commonly think about. Um, there's a lot of lakes and green and pine trees. Uh, we get one hell of a winter. So um, yeah, that's where I grew up. And I graduated from the University of Buffalo before I moved out to Vegas about nice. four years ago. Yeah. And so how did you get to Vegas? Um, so my grandparents actually retired from being farmers and the most simple, humble people you could ever imagine um, and announced that they were moving to Las Vegas about, you know, 15 years ago. And so um, it's funny because when they moved out here, one of the first places that we came to eat was Lindell. Oh, no way. Yeah. So the fact that this came full circle <laughs> is just um, really cool. But yeah, so I had to follow them out here. And that's that's my story there. Cool. So have you been in the restaurant business before? No. <laughs> Nothing? I mean, I've been a bartender. Oh, okay. You know, I've, worked, <laughs> I've worked in the space a little bit, but I mean, not even enough to really say the restaurant industry, mm -hmm. you know, like I never worked in the kitchen. It was always front of the house and dealing with customers. So, you know, I had that experience. But. So, and so how or why pizza stoned? So I guess really the, the simplest way is because I love going to music festivals. I mm -hmm. love traveling. Mm -hmm. I love going to concerts. That is just the life that I love so much. So wanting to figure out a way, because I can hear my mother in my head being like, you can't just go around to concerts and music festivals your whole life. Well, can't I? You know, <laughs> so um, here I've built this business that's, you know, completely mobile and I can do the type of events that I want and on my schedule. And, uh, you know, the wood-fired pizza is just an added bonus because that's just a passion, mm -hmm. you know. So being able to hopefully bring my passion together with something that's, you know, profitable business model is really what I've been trying to achieve. So have you been always making pizzas? On Pizza Stoned, yes. We started out really simple, you know, just sticking to, you know, personal style pizzas. And now I'm getting more comfortable with myself in the kitchen because, like I said, I wasn't even in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. So this whole last year, I was really just building myself up and my confidence and trying to get comfortable holding a knife. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but, yeah, so now we're doing mac and cheese and, you know, I'm – learning how to smoke things in my oven. Oh, nice. And I'm taking the advice of the uh, the oven manufacturer, which is um, actually owned by a, a female. Her name is Andrea Munyaini. She's really helped to just inspire me to create other food options. And that's the cool thing about my trailer is it's, you know, built to really do anything. I don't have to just do pizza. Right. Yeah, that's cool. So why did you come up with the name Pizza Stoned? So it's a plan words, definitely, mm -hmm. um, being that it's a brick oven. Right. Um, you know, the, the hearth of the oven is the pizza stone. Mm -hmm. But something people don't really know about me is that I'm actually a marijuana activist. Yes. I was just going to say, yeah, I did research on you, Maddie. And the more I digged in, the cooler you were. Oh, when I saw so that, funny. I was like, she's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I run the state chapter for Normal, which is the national organization for the reform of marijuana laws. Mm -hmm. And I, I work as an activist at the state level and the local level to, you know, advocate for better marijuana laws. Oh, nice. So what do you think about 
all this tax money not going into the schools like it's supposed to? Yes. So thank you for asking because it's a really hot topic. Um, it's devastating because what people thought they were voting for isn't exactly the way that it turned out. But a lot of the money has actually started to be designated back to the school. I'm actually proud to say. So when people are like, oh, the money hasn't gone, a lot of it has. Um, during oh, okay. the last budget session, they actually allocated those funds um, to the schools. But the problem with Clark County schools is that all the marijuana money in the world isn't going to, you know, fix those, you know, fundamental problems. Yeah. So there's there's definitely more needed. And so how or why did you get into this, the cannabis? So uh, I, being that I'm from upstate New York, um, it's a place a lot like other places around the country where the war on drugs and racial disparity really hit my community, mm -hmm. especially when it pertained to marijuana-related um, arrests. So I had a lot of friends that got picked up for it. Um, I was lucky. I never got in trouble, even though I never felt like I was, you know, using it any mm -hmm. less than any of my other friends or, you know, communities of color. Um, and then I went to college and studied criminology and really was able to see where that intersection uh, was between criminal justice and marijuana specifically. So when I moved out to Nevada, it was just at the time that question two was launched, mm -hmm. which was regulate marijuana like alcohol. So they were like, hey, do you want to knock on some doors and try to get people to vote for, you know, marijuana? And I, I did. So that was the beginning. And I felt like I had developed enough connections through my work with advocacy too that I felt confident launching the business, you know, especially mm -hmm. a business where people who have the munchies might want to, you know, grow yes. out and eat pizza. So <laughs> yeah. that helped too. <laughs> That's so funny. So let's talk a little bit about the food. Cool. The pizza. You have pizza, strombolis, calzones, yep. right? And then you have some of the flavors that you have is barbecue chicken, obviously pepperoni, yeah. supreme, buffalo chicken. Yeah. And those are all things that are pretty standard um, from upstate New York where I'm from. Mm -hmm. You know, those are things where if you were to walk into an upstate New York pizzeria, you would get all of those things. Right. Um, and a little more. I don't have a fryer. <laughs> um, and that's, you know, something that was the choice too. I try to, people don't think of pizza as being like something that's a health conscious right. mm -hmm. food, but I actually try to be as conscious as I can um, with a balance because I don't use any added sugars in the dough um, or in my sauce. You know, oh, that's nice. something that's important to mm -hmm. me and trying to find things that are not purposely gluttonous, you know, mm -hmm. just because, you know, is something I do. But yeah, it's it's fun because I can be creative with pizza too. So when things are in season, I can switch it up a little Ooh, bit. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I like feedback, you know, when people tell me, oh, you know, you should have more things with jalapenos. Like, that's what I did. I <laughs> added the jalapenos more. Um, and it works out. And you also have the uh, mac and cheese bacon jalapeno. Yes, that's my favorite. Ooh. That was inspired actually by a friend who I worked with um, at my other bartending job. And she always would just put bacon and jalapenos in this macaroni and cheese. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, I'm going to try it. And it turns out people love it. Oh, nice. <laughs> little salty, a little spicy. Yes. And you also have the obviously like the sides like um the knots meatballs yes 
dessert. You yep. have dessert. The s'mores one looks so good. Thank you. S'mores and brownies, right? Yes. And that is, I mean, that is purposely that kind of like have to be, you know, a little extra kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but even meatballs, um, that's a family recipe. Oh, you know, okay. Using a family sauce and there's a, a meat blend. So it's not just all ground beef. There's a little bit of pork and little little bit of veal so they're really tender and moist mm. yeah which is nice sounds good okay so um maddie let me ask you what do you love about this business honestly i just really love engaging with people and talking mm-hmm. about food with people it's not a political issue um, although when you start talking about pineapple, it can be, <laughs> um, but it's just something that like we can kind of really find commonalities over and agree on, um, find, you know, those, those commonalities, you know, to unify mm-hmm. over. So I like that, you know, I like it when people come up and just want to talk about, uh, you know, a place on the East coast that they used to go and have pizza or how they would go and have pizza after a baseball game, you know, those mm-hmm. kinds of memories and just conversations are something that make it fun for me. Awesome. Yeah. So what is your thought about pineapple? I'm all about it. I yeah. Love it. You can put anything in a pizza. Yeah, come on. I, right. <laughs> I think it's, I mean, I think it's funny. There's a whole, you know, anti-pineapple movement. Yeah. I think it's cute. I get a good laugh out of it. But <laughs> day, I'm like, it's too, too far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and so what do you hate about it? The business? So I would say regulatory challenges were the biggest thing for me. Um, at least when I was trying to get started. Um, and even sometimes into now, you know, being that I'm a mobile business, there's added challenges because I go into different municipalities. Mm -hmm. So the licensing is, uh, you know, challenge in every municipality. Mm -hmm. They're not all the same. Um, they require fingerprinting. You know, I thought it was a little unfortunate that I needed to go and get a sheriff's card and be fingerprinted to be deemed fit to own and operate my own business. Um, you know, just those things were a challenge. Um, and then the waiting game, you know, everything's super backed up Mm -hmm. in Clark County. Um, so I couldn't operate and do business until a lot of these things were, you know, taken up on their end. Um, and then how like the different agencies don't even communicate that well, you know, the fire department, has this expectation, but the health department has this expectation and I'm in a 25 foot, you know, area. So mm-hmm. there's only so much I can do. Um, sometimes it seems like, you know, those challenges make it impossible, but mm-hmm. then I laugh, you know, when there's a new one because I'm like, Oh, a year ago it was something else that I thought I wasn't going to get through. And here we are. <laughs> yeah, that's know? good. That's yeah. good. But it's so true. That's what I'm dealing with right now is the fire department and the health department, because we're like remodeling and it's a oh, pain. Yep. So much pain. But if you like communicate with them in the first place about it and you, I feel like if you're not afraid of them, if right. you know, you maintain a good relationship, you value compliance, you, you value those things, they see that and then they're willing to work with you. So that's been something that I've really tried to make sure I do. Yeah, but that's, that's cool how you see it like as a learning, like. I went, I dealt with that. What's next? Right. <laughs> so talking about that, um, what are, so besides that, what are some of your other struggles that you have dealt with? 
Well, I also used, um, I utilized a lot of nonprofit services available in town mm-hmm. to actually get my lending. So um, I highly recommend, you know, if anyone is trying to, especially any women trying to start a business, um, go that route because I wanted to learn as much about business as possible before I went into it. So, you know, I'm not going to claim to be like this master pizza maker because I'm not. Um, I'm always learning. Mm -hmm. But for starting the business, I felt like there were, you know, I needed to know how to keep books. I needed to know how to be able to like look over these things. Mm -hmm. And so utilizing nonprofits and services in town like SCORE and the Small Business Administration were helpful in kind of overcoming some of those, you know, just unfamiliarities, you know, when you're starting a new business, because you can quickly get lost and feel even more overwhelmed if you don't know those things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that was that was a big thing. And did you have any struggles like being a woman? Did you see any of those any of that stuff? So I actually felt like my lending process might have been Um, it it was a really fortunate set of circumstances. Mm -hmm. You know, I was able to qualify for a small business administration loan um, through a uh, women in business program. So that was cool. But in the pizza space itself, there's not a lot of women. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of intimidating because there's not really anyone that I can reach out to specifically You know, whereas I feel like a lot of the boys in town, you know, they already have this kind of tight knit relationship that I'm just not interested in, like, trying to break into yet. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Um, but the challenges are different depending on what aspect you're talking about, you know. Well, keep going, you know. Thank you. Yeah, that's. Well, it's this stuff. I mean, like what you're doing, you're building a bridge, right? Exactly. You know, you're taking this community here in Vegas, which is so big within hospitality and helping to, you know, build bridges between yeah. the different operators. So thanks for doing that. Yeah, of course. No, thank you for, for being here. And and that's why I asked because I've gone through my struggles as a woman trying to run a restaurant, you know, so I know I'm not the only one, oh you know. Maddie, so have having a food trailer affected your cannabis activism in any way? Yes. I mean, I definitely feel like having a lot of those connections um, from not only the cannabis industry and world, um, but also I have a really good friend that's a county commissioner now, um, Tick Sagerbloom, you know, so he actually wrote me a letter of recommendation when I was trying to get my government back loan. Um, he was personally able to attest to my hard work as an activist. So, um, yeah, that's been a huge benefit to, to, to being an activist and working in that space. Cool. That's great. I know you said that you like going to concerts and stuff, but what other hobbies do you have besides, you know, we have to have our life too. It's just not work, 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 you know? Um, for me, it is pretty much work, work, work right now, (laughs) between my activism and the business. Mm -hmm. Um, but those are my passions right now. So I don't consider it that much work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, really just uh, going out and I like exploring new restaurants in Las Vegas. It's something I'm working to try to be better about doing. Um, I'm a creature of habit, so I like to go to the same spots sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, really my activism and and, and the, the business keep me pretty busy for now. Cool. Um, do you have any like family support? 
Yes. Oh, my oh gosh. good. So much. Oh, that's great. Um, it's funny. My mom just made a joke. She still lives in upstate New York. And she was like, I think I'm just going to retire and come move out to Vegas and help you run the food truck. Oh, nice. <laughs> you know, which is, um, you know, that makes me really proud to hear as a daughter because I didn't always think she was going to say something like that. But yes. So, of course, my parents are just really supportive and they, um, my dad, he does video and photography services. So he's always trying to work on projects to help me out and web content. Um, my stepdad does a lot of SEO and marketing stuff. So he's really trying to teach me more about how to manage my website and do, you know, you know, Google advertising. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my grandparents who moved here and really have just been my biggest cheerleaders. Oh, that's awesome. It's, oh, my gosh. It's, it makes all the difference in the world to have people actually encouraging what you're doing rather than, you know, yeah, discourage. That's course. true. Very true. Um, what are some of your future's goals for yourself and Pizza Stoned? So I always just want to never stop learning. I want to continue to learn more about food, about pizza making in general, um, about running the business. Um, I want to know as much about business as I can Mm -hmm. so that hopefully this, you know, pizza stoned is just the first thing, you know, I, I don't necessarily know what's next or what the next business project will be, but I hope to make this something that's profitable and something that gives me enough experience to that, I want to do it again with something else mm. and something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and maybe someday invest in other, you know, women and help mentor other women who, you know, want to do the same thing because the mentorship was a huge part of how I feel like I was comfortable enough to to do this. Yeah, that's great. So do you have any tips for future owners? I think just going back to that compliance thing, I think being compliant is so important. I think paying your taxes is important. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like funny, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like we know, like pay your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people I talk to, they right now are just like, well, how do I calculate my annual taxes? And, you know, I, I mean, I know for us, just with the revenue that we're producing, we have to pay our sales tax on a monthly basis. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, they were like, well, I just want to be prepared at the end of the year when I have to pay all my taxes. And I was like, you haven't been paying your taxes all year? <laughs> Um, you know, don't do that stuff because that's going to be the stuff that just puts you off at the wrong start to begin with. And, um, I feel like you can have the best food in the world, but if you don't know how to run your business or at least, um, have proper oversight of the things that matter most, you're not going to get very far. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's why I kind of worked in that backwards way where, I did all of those seminars and workshops learning about the bookkeeping and, you know, financial projections and stuff. And then kind of was like, all right, well, shit, maybe I should learn how to make a pizza. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because a lot of people don't uh, realize all that back of the house stuff that you have to do, like, so much. So much. So much. much. Like, just the reports, the this, the that. Like you said, the taxes is a pain, you know? The business license. and Huge. Everything. Huge. Um, so you have been in other podcasts before I I listened to them all yesterday. Aw, thank you. And I, one thing that one show that you went on, you said something about how mentors are very important to you. Why is that? Because I have had so many of them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just people where I was like, why are you helping me? You know? And they, you know, just um, told me that they either saw something in my vision or they saw something in me. And so they encouraged me to follow my dreams. And, but even more so than the ones that are just like, oh, go after your dreams. The ones that sit with you for four hours in a restaurant while the waiters are getting pissed off that they filled your water a hundred times um, because they're telling you step by step, this is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do so that you're not freaking out like, oh, my God, where do I start? Um, and sometimes I'm like, where do I write a check for this information? Um, but at the end of the day, it always comes from a mentor. Wow, you know? that's awesome. Always. Yeah, I have so many across town. That's great. That's yeah. great because yeah. I think everybody needs needs that you know and that's kind of like the reason why I'm doing this is because I didn't I my mentor was obviously my dad but sometimes I felt like kind of embarrassed to be like hey dad I kind of need help on this because I didn't want him to see me like weak or if I didn't know you know sure so I think that's that's awesome that people just are helping you you know yeah and I think everybody needs to do that so do you feel like you need to do that to other Definitely. And that like some of my, I mean, some of my favorite mentors, they've always said that they've always been like, when you get to the point where you have, you know, a grip on what we're talking about, mm -hmm. you just need to share that information um, and be humble about it. Right. You know? Like mm -hmm. that's like the next thing is just like having humility, um, knowing enough to say, I don't know, um, feeling confident enough to say, I don't know. Um, I think those are all, you know, really valuable lessons and some of the, the best things that my mentors have taught me. Yeah, because saying I don't know is hard. Sometimes it is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But that's every day. Like you said, learning every yeah. day, you know. Yep. Maddie, what are some of your favorite restaurants? So, so weird. Mm -hmm. um, but I go to the Longhorn Casino a lot. Ooh, um, I, oh my, I they, love the Longhorn. Yeah, they they have the wagon wheel, a little yeah. cafe. And <laughs> I do uh, this, the ham, steak, and eggs with my grandparents. Uh, I think it's like four ninety nine. Yeah. So you can't beat it, you know. <laughs> Service is pretty good. Yeah, I used to go there every Sunday. Yes. Yeah, oh I gosh. love the long, Longhorn. Awesome. So good. The steaks, yep. so yep. good. I live over there, so it's just a hop skip. Yeah. <laughs> What else? Oh, uh, Chiba Hut. Chiba, I have okay. to plug Chiba Hut. So they have like three locations mm -hmm. across town now. Um, but their hoagies just remind me of back home, um, like a sandwich shop in New York, yeah. you know, like a traditional like sub, mm -hmm. um, really good bread. They have a cool vibe too. You know, they have like iced tea dispensers with like an actual picture of iced tea's face <laughs> like on the dispenser. Um, so they're awesome. Um, when I do sushi, I go out to Kaizen on on Eastern in Henderson. Cool. Um, but yeah, those are my spots. That's awesome. And so, okay, so where can people find Pizza Stoned? So I'm growing a bunch right now. So that comes with like some growing pains of not having a bunch of consistency of where I'm at. Um, but also the cool thing that I'm going to be a lot of different places coming up. Mm -hmm. So, um, really I do a lot of stuff on the East side of town. Um, you know, East side dispensaries have been having me pop mm -hmm. up lately. Um, 
But really just following me on Instagram or Facebook is the best way to figure out where I'll be. Um, I have some weddings and graduation parties coming up. Oh, nice. So that's something I look forward to doing. And I'm still, um, I have a little bit of availability still booking into June. So um, if anybody's looking for, you know, graduation party or anything, those are a service um, that I also provide as well. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw that you've been doing some really cool spots. Yes. That's that's great. That's the great thing about the, you know, being mobile is Mm -hmm. I don't, I mean, and if something doesn't work out, I just don't have to go back. Right. You know, Um, I can really pick and choose what I want to do and who I want to work with. So it's fun. What has been the biggest event that you've done so far? Um, I guess like the biggest, I, I did a big festival for San Gennaro. Oh, nice. Italian festival. Mm-hmm. I love so, going to that. You know, I mean, that was like, I had to do it, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was fun, you know, and it really was, I mean, it showed me so much about how to, you know, re- pay attention to high volume stuff, right? Like I've never in my life thought about cranking out that many pizzas in one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but so that was a lot of fun and that uh that you know is hopefully going to gear me up for what the next festival season is going to be here in cool. Vegas despite maybe coronavirus. Yeah. yeah we'll <laughs> I see. know. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> I don't know. What event do you want to cater to that you haven't been able to? I would say really just that kind of music festival thing that I started out really going to and loving. Um, I love jam bands and rock music. So if there was, you know, a nice combination of both music and art and just people having a good time, um, that would be ideal because that's, that's the, that's the vision that I have for where we end up. So the sooner, the better, I guess. On that yeah, one. <laughs> I, I'm with you. We need more uh, festivals here in Las Vegas, right? Yeah, definitely. I remember back in the day, we used to have so many like that was my life. That's all I did. Now it's just like life is beautiful. Yeah. I you mean, kn- there's like the big ones and those ones are so hard to get into and it's so competitive and I'm just not like competitive mm-hmm. by nature. Um, but I remember I went to a festival once and there was a guy in a food truck and he was making food and he was shaking his booty and, <laughs> you know, listening to music. And I want to do that. Like yeah. I want people to like look in the window and be like, is that girl like dancing? <laughs> like, yes, I am. <laughs> Yeah, that's come on, Vegas. We need more, yep. more, more. I remember we used to, I used to go to the comp radio, used to do the 48 hour rock festivals, hmm. and it was like a bunch of bands for two days. And then they stopped doing, the, I don't know. That sounds like a dream come true. Yeah, it was awesome. Like we need to start that more and have pizza stoned in them. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> let me know. <laughs> what are, um, what are some of your favorite bands or, I love Fish. Ooh, okay. So I grew up listening to The Grateful Dead, Fish. Uh, my dad's a big metalhead, so he would play Iron Maiden on the acoustic guitar. Just the other day, I jammed out to Number of the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but System of the Down, too, Ooh, yes. Rage Against the Machine. I love Audio Slave. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You're cool, Maddie. Really cool. Thanks, sis. <laughs> <laughs> well, Thank you, Maddie, so much. It was an honor. Another badass woman. I'm so happy. And then, um, yeah, just where can everybody find you on Instagram? What are your handles? Um, So the handles are at Pizza Stoned LV. Um, That's stoned with a D at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, PizzaStonedLV.com. 
And uh, yeah, I mean, I personally answer all my DMs. So mm-hmm. if anyone slides in there, that's me. Um, you know, going on to the website and sending an email, that's all me too. But thank you. Thank you for, uh, again, doing this, being that bridge that helps connect people and then also enlightens people that, you know, might not be in the industry, but just want to learn more about what goes on behind the scenes. Right, I think exactly. it's so cool because oh, this you. is Vegas, you know, what a cool town to to explore, you know, the different things that we have going on. So thanks for doing that. No, of course. Yeah, Vegas is awesome. And that's what I'm saying. I love it how people from all over the United States are coming here, giving their talent, their gifts, you know. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do it. And it's cool because I get to meet awesome people like you. Oh, my gosh. I just can't believe, though, how like full circle this came. I know. I'm telling you, like, I can't think of another restaurant that I went to before Lindo with my grandparents, you know, I mean, celebrating birthdays here and, you know, coming here with friends and having tequila shoved in their faces. You know, it's just part of a tradition. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Thanks again. Thank you. So that's today's episode of All Rice, No Beans. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we would love to know how you liked the episode. So please leave us a review and five stars on Apple Podcasts and Podchaser. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at All Rice, No Beans. Instagram at All Rice No Beans Podcast and Facebook at All Rice No Beans. And please, listeners, I would love to know what are some of your favorite restaurants. And if you're a restaurant owner and would like to be on a future episode, get in touch with me at All Rice No Beans Podcast at gmail.com. An All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.